Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Andrew. I'm looking forward to this Sunday. Yes, we're going to talk about the truth will set us free. And we at the Livingston Congregation have labeled this a Bring a Friend Day. We've got a bunch of people who've been out inviting and talking to folks, and we want to invite you to come join us. If you're in the Tampa area, please come join us this Sunday and bring a friend with you. We're going to talk about John 8.32, the truth will set you free. If you need me to write a note to your local preacher saying where you are this Sunday, I will write those notes. You just come on this Sunday. <laughs> and even if, look, if you don't live in Tampa, like we've said, we're, we're really close to some airports. We sure are. So come on we down. Sure. Come, on, come down. on down. Come on out. All right. So let's finish up John chapter 8. I'm going to read beginning in verse 48 through the end of the chapter from the English Standard Version. The Jews answered him, Are we not right in saying that you are a Samaritan and have a demon? Jesus answered, I do not have a demon, but I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. The Jews said to him, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, as did the prophets, yet you say, If anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died, and the prophets died? Who do you make yourself out to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say, He is our God. But you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know him, I'd be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. So the Jews said to him, You're not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Now, I will say, we, we see where this ends, that there is a desire to stone Jesus, mm. and he eludes them once again, leaving yes. the temple. We were talking at several conversations this week about the idea of all kinds of people in this crowd, while some of these remarks seem to be addressed to some Jews who believed him, you've got some others who clearly do not. And hey, we're at the temple complex, so perhaps huge multitudes are witnessing all of this. Now, as you begin reading, uh, it, uh, the, the, his detractors are saying, do we not rightly say you are a Samaritan and have a demon? And that is pretty strong language, I would think, uh, to use an American phrase, them's fighting words. <laughs> But we would do well to remember, well, you know, two verses before, Jesus had just called them sons of the devil, <laughs> sons of Satan. So uh, they're not backing down a minute, though, as they continue on in a very aggressive and ugly speech to Jesus. Uh, you know, throughout this chapter, they've said some things like, well, we know who our father is, and you're a Samaritan, and you have a demon. Uh, and then at the end there, you're not even 50 years old. Who do you think, you know, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? <laughs> and so you're young, you're illegitimate, you're Samaritan, you're demonic. 
yeah. they're they're doing a, they're saying a lot of ugly things about Jesus and to Jesus. Yeah. So back up in verse forty one, when they had said, "We are not born of sexual immorality," I know this is a tad bit speculative, and some people would push back on this, but I do think. Uh, that they are banking on the scandal that was around Jesus' birth there. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, maybe they're just declaring, hey, we're not born of sexual immorality, but I think they are banking on that. In fact, I think when we get to verse 48 and they say, are we not right in saying you are a Samaritan? Mm -hmm. That itself is talking about the mixed parentage. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I I think for Jesus would call on that, don't we remember that you were born out of wedlock and Mm -hmm. this is is a problem. But boy, what Jesus focuses on is having a demon. And Jesus says, I don't have a demon. Mm -hmm. I'm honoring the Father. And the the problem is not that I have the demon. The problem is you guys will not follow God. You're not listening to God. You're listening to the lies of the devil. You say you're sons of Abraham and there's nothing like that in you. Here's the fascinating thing is what what this all gets down to, as you pointed out at the end of this. They picked up stones to throw at him in verse 59. And I have to ask the question, why on earth did they pick up stones to throw at him? And I think it's because of what he just said right before that. I I think it is. I I think that he had uh, crossed the line in their mind when he makes the statement that before Abraham was, I am. I am. Is it? Is that that ego and me it that is. we've talked about a few it, times? It absolutely is. So the Greek phrase there is ego and me. I am. It can mean it is I or I am he. It can in, in uh, John 9. In fact, we'll see it in the next chapter in uh, John 9 and verse 9 when the blind man says, I am the man. He uses that phrase also. That's the only place that it's used in John other than Jesus. So I, you know, I, I, because that's there, I do always want to point out, Hey, we got to be careful making this just an absolutely technical phrase that every time we see it, but man, Jesus uses it in some pretty unique ways. And right here is the key where we see it as a unique way. In John eight fifty eight, he does not say before Abraham was, I was, he's not saying I'm really, really old. Right. They're not picking up stones to throw at him because he has claimed to be old. You know, he has said, if you'll listen to me, you won't die. Yes. Yeah. You know, it, he might he, he might be saying, I mean, look, I've been around since before Abraham. I, I was there. I was there. You can live a really, 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 really long time like I've lived a really, really long time. Just <laughs> listen to me. Uh, take the supplements that I'm selling. Do the exercises <laughs> that I do every morning and you will live to a ripe old age. Just like I, I mean, I've been around since before Abraham. They're Just... not. They're not picking up stones because he's saying that. You, you mean he wasn't selling bread of life supplements, <laughs> living no. water supplements? Yeah, no, that's not what's going on. He's, he, he doesn't say before Abraham was, I was. He says before Abraham was, I am. And almost all translators have picked up on the oddness of that grammar. What should be past tense is present tense. And what it calls to mind is Exodus chapter 3. Absolutely. When Moses asks God in the bush, the Lord, who do I say is sending me? He says, I am that I am. I am who I am. It's tell them the I am has sent you. And even in the Greek version, ego me is part of that phrase. Mm-hmm. Ego me. It's a, in the Greek, it's I am the one who is. I am the being one. But ego me is part of that. It's the first part of that phrase. Uh, so we've got the, the notion that Jesus is pulling this phrase out of the scripture, and he is not saying, I am really old. He's saying, I am. So earlier in the chapter... 
in John 8 and verse 28, Jesus said, when you lift up the son of man, then you will know that I am. My my translation here has a little uh, uh, added word he, but it's mm-hmm. a capital H-E, which suggests that their translators are making a connection here to the divine, to God, well, but, but that that's supplied. Yeah, is it italicized in yours? Italicized with a capital yeah. H-E. Yeah, so it is because, yeah, it's that ego yeah, me again. Then you will I know am. that ego me, I am. When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am. Let's take it a step further. Back up to verse 24. Mm-hmm. Listen to what Jesus says there. I told you that you would die in your sins, for unless you believe that I am you will die in your sins. Once mm-hmm. again, that's the ego a me. It's ego that same me. phrase. There's no there's no further pronoun there. That's supplied by the translators. Again, that's not a bad translation. That's not an incorrect translation. But in the context here of John, it sure does seem that what John is really trying to drive home is this I amness of Jesus. Not just a mm-hmm. not just an identifying I am this one or I am that one. By the way, it's ego me with I am the light of the world, and it's ego me that I am the bread of life. But of course, that's ego me, and then it gives a thing that it he is and identifies that. it. Mm-hmm. Here in these other places, I mean, just especially I here am. in this chapter, it's just I am, unless you believe that I am. Uh, when you lift me up, you will see that I am. And then before Abraham was, I, I am. am. Yeah. Jesus, the, the reason they picked up stones is because they realized exactly what Jesus was saying. And they knew that Jesus was not saying, I am old. Yeah. They or, knew that, or I am here or I exist. See me. Yeah. He, they <laughs> knew that what he was saying is, you know, that, you know, that God who met Moses, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to talk about Moses and who's better. You go back to that picture of Moses at the burning bush and there's Moses who's taking his sandals off because he's standing on holy ground. Do you want to know where I was in that picture? I'm the burning bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. I am. I am the one who was speaking to Moses at that time. I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him. Which means that he is the God who made promise to Abraham. And he is the God who selected Abraham to make him a great nation, to give his descendants a land, to bless all of the nations by his by his seed, by a particular descendant. And, and here is Christ, who is the fulfillment, the final fulfillment of these promises as the seed who would bless all nations. But letting these people know, uh, I, I, am, I am that God. I am. So ego me is used 21 times in John. Mm. One time is by that blind man. And I just I, I know I always have to bring that up just because I want to make sure I'm not overstating the case. But let me just let me just walk through this. With out, you. out of how many times? Out of 21 one out of 21? Yeah, one out of 21 is somebody well, else. Well, then you may not be overstating the case. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Back in John four twenty six, when Jesus is talking to the woman at the well, I am the one who is speaking to you. In John six twenty, when the disciples see him walking on the water, I am, do not fear. Then we start seeing mm. it in those bread of life statements. So John 6.35 and John 6.48, I am the bread of life. John 6.41, I am the bread coming from the heavens. John 6.51, I am the living bread. Uh, in our chapter, we've already mentioned I am the light of the world, plus the couple of times that we've used it here. Um, let's see here. In John 10.7, I am the door or the gate of the sheep. In John okay, 10.9, yeah. I am the door. John 10.11 and 14, I am the good shepherd. Good shepherd. John 11.25, I am the resurrection in the life. Uh, in John 13, 19, I'm telling you ahead of time so you may believe 
I am. That's during the, the foot washing yeah, as he's talking point. to him. So we've got back to just that I am statement. Okay. John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 15, 1, I am the true vine. John 15, 5, I am the vine. We're going to find three times when Jesus is talking to the guards at his betrayal where he says in John 18, verse 5, verse 6, and verse 8, I am. They're like, we're looking for Jesus. And he says, I am. I am. I, he, ego a me. It's me. I'm the one you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But he uses that phrase. So John uses this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I said 21 times, but I, I notice here on my notes that there's a couple of places where I've doubled up. So more than 21 times. One of them is that blind guy in John 9. The rest of them are Jesus. Mm-hmm. And several of them are really unique, odd ways of saying things, which I believe Jesus is making a statement. Purpose, here's purposefully doing that. Here's why this is so important. The reason this is so important is there are a lot of people today that want to tell us Jesus never claimed to be God. Mm. I'm just going to tell you, as we walk through John and we see these I am statements, and we see this statement in John 8, 58, the Jews believe Jesus was claiming to be God. I think that's the key. When you see how they reacted to these statements, they clearly understood he is claiming to be Yahweh and that's true or that's false. They wanted to kill him, though, because in their mind at that moment, it was false. He is claiming to be the self-existent one. Can I just point out that resurrection demonstrates something about that? Because what they wanted to do was to end his existence, right. but his resurrection demonstrated that you can't. Mm. You can't. Mm. He is the one. We cannot diminish his existence. And he came Good forth point. from the grave demonstrating that. He is. He just is. He is the self-existent one. And I recognize that what that means is he is outside of the laws and rules of our universe. And what would you expect from the guy who created it, mm-hmm. from the one who created this universe, other than being above and beyond the laws that limit this universe? And that's who Jesus was. That's who Jesus is. I say we follow him. Amen. Holy God, thank you so much for this week we've had in John chapter 8. We do pray for the upcoming event we have where we want to talk about truth setting us free. Make sure that what we say is true and right and that it will draw folks into your family. We pray that you would bring the folks who need to hear this message and that we can speak with truth and clarity. Lord God, we do pray for this podcast that it will get to the people who need to hear it and that we'll be able to draw people into the light of your son. May we always proclaim his name. We are so thankful that you have come into the world in the person of God the Son, the Word incarnate, the I Am, Jesus the Christ, our Lord and Savior. It's through him we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.